Greetings. This is Coach Jackie with um, Uzazi Podcast. Today's podcast is titled Questions, and I am inviting you to reflect with me on how you respond to your children's questions. And we know that um, young children especially have a lot of questions. These questions are children's way of understanding the world around them, so they provide opportunities for parents to explain the what, why, when, how, and who of the world to their children. And children's questions also give parents a window into their view of the world, so a parent can get a hint about what the children are most ready to learn about at that moment. And, and therefore, basically, children asking lots of questions is good. And the way we respond to their questions when they are young will set the foundation for the way we relate and communicate when they are older. So it's, it's really important um, for you as a parent to take the time to listen to the question and honestly answer it uh, in the most age-appropriate way. When parents answer questions with, you know, because I said so, it does not help the child. It, it provides no information, and yet the child is asking the question because they genuinely want to know the answer. There's no ulterior motive. So take the time to provide the answer. If you don't know, say you don't know, but um, um, that you could find out. Um, maybe you can search and find the answer together. In so doing, you model collaboration, curiosity, and problem solving to your child. These are valued attributes in life. Um, you also demonstrate that not knowing the answer to something is normal, but we can always you know, make the effort to find out what we need to know. When a parent does not answer a child's question, it sends the message to the child that the question is not important, or worse, that you don't have time for things that matter to that child. If you are busy at the particular moment that the question is asked, it's okay to tell your child, right now I'm busy, but we can talk about that later. And then make sure you do come back to it, uh, reminding the child of the question and then talking about it when you do have time. When you show your child that you listen to them, um, they in turn will listen to you when you need them to. As they grow older and are able to explore answers to their questions, they will not refer to you if you have set a foundation of not listening to them, not collaborating with them, and giving false answers. Yet many parents value being consulted by their children when they are older. If you create an atmosphere where your child cannot ask you questions and get authentic answers, they may very well begin to ask you questions with ulterior motives. Perhaps they want to catch you out in a lie you once told. So the very thing that you feared when that child was three and which you avoided dealing with comes to pass when they are older. But how about we examine the stories that we tell ourselves when our children ask questions? Because um, in this podcast, I, I, I invite you to really... Um, evaluate the narratives or your narratives around certain topics so that you are then able to change them. So one of the narratives or one of the stories that parents may tell themselves is, I'm not clever. 
but no one expects you to know everything, least of all your children. How about you change this narrative to one that says, my children's questions are an opportunity to learn something I didn't know. Because if you change to that story, you will seek to find answers to your children's questions and in so doing, gain some enlightenment for yourself. Is, is that a bad thing? A little girl wanted help with reading, but unknown to her, her mother couldn't read. So this mother said to her child that she couldn't help because she couldn't read. The child's response was, Teacher Maria can teach you. Simple, practical response. If Teacher Maria could teach her, then mom could also be taught. Now, this mother could see that as an opportunity to do something about her illiteracy, or she could continue to tell herself that she was too old to learn, or whatever else she has been telling herself. What I am certain of is that her child did not think less of her mom because she couldn't read. Another narrative is, you're too young to know, or that is for adults to know. Experts say that by age three, a child's brain is up to 90% fully developed. If a concept is clear enough for a child to know that they don't understand something related to it, which is why they ask the questions, then they are not too young to know more about it. The issue for you is to respond with concepts that your child can relate to. Very often, this story is used to run away from the question, and your child will notice that you're avoiding answering them. Soon enough, they will stop coming to you for, for answers. So how about you change the narrative to something like, my child is already familiar with this. Let me use the chance to guide him or her according to our family values. If a child asks you difficult questions or questions that you're not comfortable answering, such as questions related to sex and uh, physical anatomy, you may use the following approach. Begin by asking clarifying questions so that you understand exactly what your child is asking. Sometimes we interpret, interpret the children's questions in, in a way that they don't intend because, because we know more about the topic. So ask your child, what do you think, before answering questions, to get a better sense of what is really being asked and what's likely to be understood. It helps to understand your child's questions and current thinking before trying to educate them. Also, avoid too much detail and keep answers short and simple. If your child is not satisfied with your answers, more questions will follow and then you can answer those. It's very important to be honest and it's okay to admit you feel uncomfortable or don't know exactly how to respond. Tell the truth. And you can listen to my podcast about deceptions where I talk about, you know, the white lies that uh, parents tell their children. So if you make up a story about supermarkets or birds when children ask about where babies come from, it will only cause confusion and mistrust later on. In answering your children's questions, make the conversation matter of fact. So if you're discussing body functions and sex with your child, treat the conversation as you would any other important topic. Be calm, speak uh, in a matter-of-fact voice, and ensure that your children can feel that you are confidently answering the questions because they are perceptive, and they will be able to tell if you're uncomfortable or 
if you are lying. Even if they don't know the, the correct answer, they can sense when you're not being authentic. It's also important to be um, available. And one of the best times to have conversations about various topics with your children is when you're spending relaxed, relaxed time together. Uh, those conversations that you have during such moments are great opportunities for you to exchange knowledge with your child. It's so, so letting your child know in words and actions that you're available to offer information and answer questions about whatever they may be interested in is uh, an important message to them that you care for them, that you're available to them, that you can support them. And make yourself available for follow-up if necessary. Um, questions related to abstract topics can be a little bit more tricky. So questions like what is God or why do we die or are you going to die or um, why do you kill chicken and you say that it's not good to hurt people or to kill people? Uh, what is war? Are we going to be attacked? Uh, are terrorists going to come to our house? And why do some people not have homes? These kinds of questions can be more tricky. But at the heart of a lot of these questions are underlying questions like, I mean, am I safe? Uh, is the world safe? Uh, and your background and values will determine how you answer these questions for yourself and your child. So reflect and open the discussion. Some parents may feel uncomfortable and want to change the subject or brush off the question. Um, you know, saying things like, never mind, that's, that's not for you to worry about. But you can use these questions as an opportunity to examine your own beliefs and depending on the age of your child, discuss these issues as a family. Like with questions about sex, it can be helpful to ask your child, what do you think? Not only will it send the message that these thoughts and questions matter, it will signal that you're open to discussion and again, it will give you a good understanding as to where your child is insofar as that topic is concerned. Um, but you know, you can always research and collaborate. As I said before, there are many books that cover these questions and you can always refer to them or to your spiritual director if you're so inclined. It's a fantastic opportunity to re-examine your own understanding of some of these questions. Sometimes a question comes up when you really cannot answer it. Maybe you're in, you know, in the queue at a bank or something. So don't be afraid to let your child know that it's a good question, but you can talk about it later. And then make sure that you bring it up when, when, um, at a better time. You can always use the opportunity to consider why your child is asking the question. Is it in pursuit of information, comfort, understanding, or all three? Has there been frightening news or has a friend experienced a loss? Gen children generally want to know why a situation has occurred, what is being done to help or comfort those involved, and how it might affect them. So it's okay to acknowledge that life can be unpredictable and confusing, but try to end on a comforting solutions-oriented note. So for example, you can tell your child that uh, people are homeless for a lot of reasons, um, but that we as a family donate to Undugu society. And this is just an example. So if, if this is what you do, you can tell your child that you, you donate to an organization that helps street children. Um, and you can also tell them that, you know, we, you, you as a family have insurance to protect, you know, family property and, you know, to help keep the family safe. 
Um, so as I said, the questions that your children ask can give you insight into their fears, their challenges, and their developmental understanding. And they're a great opportunity to spark uh, great conversations and build trust. So don't worry about getting every answer right. To finish, I just want to invite you to think about what might be causing you to struggle with answering your children's questions if you are struggling. Because children's questions can trigger feelings of helplessness or low self-esteem if that was our experience growing up. But as I say in my other podcasts, there is always an opportunity to break the cycle and build affirming relationships with your child and yourself.